Hello, this is Zach Cherian. Thank you so much for joining us for our podcast today. We are really excited to bring you this teaching. Please open your heart, and if you can, your Bibles, and receive this word from the Lord, recorded live at Brazen Grace Fellowship. You are healed. You are blessed. You're anointed. You're equipped. You're talented. You're creative. You have a prophetic voice. You're a world changer. You are a history maker. There is none like you. There's not another like you. You are blessed. Seated. In heavenly places. You are full of life. Full of energy. No tiredness in you. You run. And you don't get tired. You walk. And you don't faint. Because the life of God. Flows through you. In Jesus name. In Jesus name. It is true. Because I said it. In Jesus name. Amen. Now look at your neighbor and say, did you receive that? <laughs> Third John verse 2. Worship team, you guys were incredible today. Thank you for being sensitive. Belinda, stay with me. Until we figure out how to get music while I'm preaching, you're staying. Get her a stool, get her a chair, something. So she probably taller than me and going to make me look bad back there. I welcome all our friends watching on Facebook Live. My God, Jesus has been doing some things in here, man, today. It's been incredible. And it's only increasing, church. It's only growing. I have this vision in my heart. I have this, this, and I just can't get it out of my spirit that this altar is going to be filled with people. And I see this dam breaking loose and this river just flowing so strong that your feet can't take it anymore. That it washes you off your feet. I'm, I'm telling you, I'm believing for it. I, I see it in my spirit. I know it. I know it. How many of you were there on, on Friday? Good Lord. Jesus, have mercy. I felt I was just peeling out of my skin. Just, oh. And we pray that the same anointing visit you right where you're watching around the world. God is no respecter of persons. I think he likes me more than most everybody, but... I just don't think he's a respecter of persons. I have to believe that. God loves you just as much as he loves Brazen Grace. And may this hunger that is truly a part of the DNA of this church be released to our Brazen Grace family watching around the world. May you be full of life as you receive this word. May the presence of God be on you. Would you please tell us where you're watching from? Comment as many times. Write what God gives you. Let it be a blessing to you and then share this. Let others See this word and be blessed. We love you so much. Praise and grace. Make welcome our amazing family that are watching. Hallelujah. Third John verse 2. If you're there with me, give me a loud, big yes, sir. Yes, sir. Ready? Read. Beloved, I wish above all. Actually, let's start again. Ready? Read. One more time. Ready? Read. Beloved. We've been looking at prosperity. 
in this series called True Prosperity and I want us to, I want us to bring true, uh, real clarity to this concept that has been in some circles abused. When people use money to make you get something, that is not prosperity, church. That is not prosperity. Because the Bible tells us that the blessing of the Lord maketh rich without painful toil. The blessing of the Lord, Proverbs, I believe it's 10, maketh rich without painful toil. And he adds no sorrow with it, says the most translations, the literal translations, without your effort. The blessing of the Lord. So if you have to earn it, it's probably not the prosperity that we're talking about. Is there a prosperity that is apart from, apart from what I'm talking about? Yes, there is. Don't, don't take away from that. Okay, not taking away from that. But the prosperity I'm speaking about in the context of the new covenant is the blessing that comes from rest, not labor. The prosperity that comes from yielding, not doing. Are you with me? The blessing that comes from yielding and not doing. And while we're talking about prosperity and while we're talking about it is God's will for you to be blessed. So you can be a blessing. I did that for two weeks but when it came to this week I just felt you know let's go to something that I was going to teach on two weeks ahead but I brought it down to this week because it's Valentine's week and happy anniversary to my sweetheart who's not here 16 years praise God 16 years of her putting up with me I'll talk about the first word in 3rd John verse 2 I'll explain to you why this is so crucial and why this is so important that you understand the word beloved. The new covenant prosperity that we're talking about isn't attained by you pursuing prosperity. It is attained by the revelation that you're already blessed. Okay? I truly believe that it is impossible to understand new covenant prosperity without understanding this revelation first and foremost that you are God's beloved. The word beloved in the Greek is the word agapetos. 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 And you may say, well, isn't beloved just a term of endearment, my dear one? No, the word agape implies it means my dear one that's loved by God. It's not just my special one because we are incapable of coming up with agape. We don't have the ability to agape somebody. Agape is the selfless sacrificial love that gives its life for one somebody else. Agape is not the I love me so much, I love me more than you. No, agape is I love you so much, I don't exist in the picture. That's why we sing songs like all the overwhelming, never ending, I'm making stuff up but I hope it's right. Reckless love of God. It's not that God is reckless. It's that His love is. Because He doesn't count the cost when He comes pursuing after you. He's not a reckless God, but He's got an extravagant love. I've told you many times that it's not the story of the prodigal son. Actually, it's the story of a prodigal father. An extravagant father who who doesn't even see what it will cost him when it comes to His love for you. His love for you is so obsessive. 
so crazy that he doesn't care if he has to die in the process of gaining you. And he did. It's an amazing love. It's a reckless love. It's an extravagant love. If you don't get the revelation of how beloved you are to God. Can I say something that's pretty radical here today? God isn't looking for lovers. He's looking for beloveds. When you are a lover, you put the emphasis on yourself to come up with the ability to love God. And so you are always trying to love God. God isn't looking for you to love Him. God is looking for you to be loved by Him. Because the only love you could give God back is the love that you first received from Him. We love because the only love you can give God is the love He first gave to you. I'm going to say some stuff that sounds a little radical, but you got to take, take it in its context. Even the worship you give God, go home, comes first from Him, adoring you. Oh, you ain't got no worship to give God. You ain't got nothing on the inside of it. The only worship you can give God is when He soaks you with His love and baptizes you with His goodness and fills you with His love. Come on. People be telling you, well, it's only about who God is and not what He does. You wouldn't even know who God was without what He did. If it wasn't for what God did, you wouldn't even know Him. In fact, we know Him because of what He does. Oh, praise Him, somebody in this house. People be guilting you about it. It's not about what He does. It's who. You only know who He is because of what He does. Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless, oh, obsessive love of God. I love Him. He's my eternal stalker. He never leaves me. He never forsakes me. Oh, somebody help me worship the lover of all lovers today. Oh, this is what happens when the glory hits our church. I can't preach. When you understand the depth of his love, and Paul says that the greatest revelation you can receive in the book of Ephesians, the greatest revelation you can receive is how much God loves you. That I might understand the depth and the height and the width of this unbelievable love. My friend, you are literally like a drop in the ocean. Your understanding of his love is up in the ocean. You haven't even comprehended his love. It's so wide you can't get under it. It's so deep you can't get a, What's it? It's so wide you can't get around it. It's so, so deep you can't get under it. His love is so amazing you haven't even touched it. When you get a revelation of how beloved you are, it changes the value of yourself. Listen to me carefully. Beloved needs to come before your identity. It's a very dangerous precedent in the church where people find out their identity without finding that they're beloved. So what ends up happening is it leads to materialism or, or entitlement or arrogance and pride. You know who I am? See, when you first get the revelation that you're beloved, pride can never come when you find out who you are. You don't, y'all don't want to help me preach today, that's right. When you understand this agape love of God, this sacrificial love of God, when you understand that agape means it's all about you. 
It's all about you. If Jesus could sing a song, he would sing it. It's all about you. Because the very essence of agape is you, not me. Oh, Jesus. He exists for you. God wanted to be with you so much. That one person in the Trinity became like you. Do you know there's a man eternally in the Trinity? (laughs) Think about that. That's how crazy he's about being one with you. That he became just like you so you could be one with him eternally. Oh my God. Shoot. Jesus help me behave. There's visitors. My God. Oh, a fallen humanistic view of yourself will always make prosperity a bad thing because you believe you don't deserve it. And so you cut yourself off from that which God has for you and wants for you because you jump into the into the boat of self-pity. I'm not good enough. I don't deserve it. No. Oh God, we don't deserve it. That's why we have a problem with people getting blessed. How can that person get it? They're not good enough. A fallen view of humanity will always lead for you disqualifying yourself and trying to disqualify others from what is theirs and you end up becoming like the older son saying, you never threw a party for me. But when you understand the agape love of God, in His agape is your true identity. Listen to me. Your identity can come to you without agape. It's very possible. It happens all the time. It's actually very dangerous to receive a revelation of your identity before you receive a revelation of His love. That's why beloved, 3 John verse 2 begins with, begins with beloved, 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 beloved. Before the health and the prosperity comes, beloved, beloved, you better hear me now. Before the blessing comes, beloved, you better understand that you are his beloved. The greatest revelation of God is not nothing else. The greatest revelation of God is not his justice. It's not his holiness. The greatest revelation of God is his personality. And that is love. Often you can find people being very confident in who they are because their identity does not come from the beloved. It comes from them just finding out that they're awesome. And that's the identity that you don't want to be around. Guy's a little full of himself. But when your revelation of who you are comes from the fact that you're beloved. Mm. I find my worth in what God says I am. I've said this so many times and I got to say it again. When God searched heaven to find something of equal value to his love for you, the angels didn't do. The elders didn't do. The archangels didn't do. The only thing that God could find of equal value for his love for you was himself. 
Ephesians chapter 2, my God, I, gotta, I don't know how to finish this, but I'm going to go. Ephesians chapter 2, verses 4 through 7, in the Amplified, please. Ephesians chapter 2, 4 to 7. But God, read that, so rich, oh! He just don't got mercy, he's so rich in mercy. Just like for God so loved the world. Watch this, because... But God so rich is he in his mercy because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense. I don't know if you're getting this. Oh God, baptize your people with this love right now. I pray in Jesus name. Baptize them as your word goes forth like a two-edged sword. Baptize them in your love, I pray. Because of and in order to satisfy the great and wonderful and intense love with which he loved us. Even when we were dead, slain by our own shortcomings and trespasses. He made us alive together in fellowship. Watch this. And in union with Christ. It's almost like his love was bursting out of him. It was like his love was bursting out of him and he, didn't, he couldn't contain his love. So he had to create someone just like him that he could give this love to. The Trinity has always lived in perfect union. And per, you better get this today. In perfect fellowship. Where was God before man existed? They loved each other. They loved each other. They loved being around each other, but their love for each other grew so much that they had to make someone in their own kind. Let us make man in our own image, in our own likeness. God, because of, in order to, and because of his great and wonderful intense love in order to satisfy it, it's almost like God was bursting with love so he made you so he could pour it into you. Do you know how loved you are today? Oh, lift one hand up to God. I'm so loved. I'm so loved. Watch this. Even when we were dead, slain, separated shortcomings and trespasses he made us alive together in fellowship and in union with christ he gave us the very life of christ himself you see how badly god wants to be one with you he so badly wants to be one with you he gave you the very life of christ himself to the point where the the life of christ is now is now found in you so there is no union in the Trinity without you, God. The same Trinity that was obsessed with each other and in love with each other and could not do without each other now can't love each other without you being right in the middle of that. You're right in the middle of that love right now. It's like they... You have been made one. You have been made one and included into him. God, I don't know how English is so bad to describe this. It's almost like if God wants to love each other, he's got to love himself through you. Are you reading this? I'm not making this up. This is in your Bible. 
You have been included into Christ. You are now forever embedded in Christ. And nothing, nothing can separate you from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Nothing, nothing. You are forever in Christ. Sue. My God, my God, my God. Nor things present, nor things past, nor future. No angels, no demons, because they don't even compare. Even the angels of God don't even compare to His love for you. You have been so made one with Him that even the host of heaven cannot come between you and God. He gave us His very life, the life of Christ Himself, the same new life with which He quickened Him. Did you read that? The same life with which Jesus was raised from the dead is the same life that He has given to you. Beloved, you now have the same thing that rose Jesus from the dead. Listen, you got to hear this. Oh God, how do I say this? There's new people, they're going to think I'm crazy. Jesus gives up his divinity so he could be one with humanity so that in your humanity you could be one with divinity you're not ordinary you're not just a worm you're not just a dirt bag you're not just a filth you're not just a sinner you are no longer a sinner we're just sinners saved by no 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 you were a sinner you're no longer a sinner uh uh Oh preacher, you don't know what I did last Sunday. It don't matter. You are forever included into the holiness of God. You are forever included into the holiness of God. The holiness of God is not separate from His love. In fact, His holiness is His passionate fire of love. The reason why God hates sin on you is because that sin creates the illusion of separation now. That sin tells you daddy is gone. He's left me. He's too far. He doesn't like me anymore. I'm dirty. I'm filthy now. And God says, no, you don't get it. Once you are in Christ, you are a new creation. All things have passed away. All things, behold all things. Now you can't be dirty anymore. You are now forever eternally clean. Why? Because you've been included into the Godhead in Christ Jesus. Oh, I'm not saying you can't be dumb. You know you are sometimes. But I'm telling you who God says you are today. Oh man, I could read this verse and preach the whole sermon. He gave us the very life, the same life for which he quickened. It is by grace, his favor and mercy, which you did not deserve, that you are saved. Saved from what? Delivered from judgment and made partakers of Christ's salvation. Hallelujah. You are a partaker of Jesus Christ's salvation. You're not just a take a little bite here you are now a partaker of Christ's salvation as much as he died and rose again that's how much you died and rose again oh. say I'm a partaker of Christ's resurrection and life say it I'm delivered from judgment some of y'all gotta believe this stuff man y'all waiting for that judgment you've been delivered You've been delivered. 
1 John 4 says, On that day when you stand before God, you need to have no fear of judgment. Why? Because as He is, so are we. Not only when you stand before Him, but in this world. So when the enemy looks at your world life and says, You remember what He did? Jesus says, Did what? Did what? He looked just like me on the earth. Verse 6, and he raised us up together. Malfa Bekenensia. He raised us up together. You listen to me. You're not a little sparrow or a little chicken running down on the earth. He has raised you up. He has raised you up. You are no longer on where the wind blows you down. You are far above that. He has raised you up with him and made us sit down together. Ha! Sit down together. Giving us joint seating with him. Whew. Whew. Where are you? Huh? You're seated with him. You're seated with him. Dude, what is a healing when you're seated with him in heavenly places? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We're seated in the heavenly sphere by virtue of our being in Christ Jesus, the Messiah and anointed one. Now watch this. He did this that he might clearly demonstrate. Just in case you had any questions about his love. That he might clearly demonstrate. See, some of us just had a hard time believing that he loved us that much. And so he did it so he, we might clearly understand, clearly, that there will be no more doubt left. God is crazy about me. He's so crazy about you, he leaves the 99 for you. That's not because he don't like the 99. That's just to show you how valuable you are. That he might clearly demonstrate through the ages to come. That age is now, beloved. The immeasurable. Ooh. Limitless. Surpassing. Riches. Of his free grace. What? Jesus preaches grace too? It's always been about that, beloved. His unmerited favor and goodness of heart towards us in Christ Jesus. Can I say something to you as I close? God isn't looking for lovers. He's looking for beloveds. The ones who are used by God the most, hear me. The ones who are used by God the most are not the doers, it's the receivers. Beloved means the one who is being loved, not the one who is doing the loving. We have bought into the lie that if we can love God enough, God will actually anoint us. The reason I don't feel the anointing or the power of God is because I don't love God enough. So if I can just get myself to love God more, then maybe I'll be anointed. Then maybe God will like me more. He can't like you any more than he does. He was already bursting with love when he loved you in the first place. He couldn't possibly love you anymore. Can I say something in love? This is, this is just in love, in love, in love. You ever get tired of people? 
Hmm? You make up your mind, I'm going to love them, and you get tired of loving them. It only shows you're loving them in your own strength. Pastor, you're kind of going away from that whole love thing. No, I'm still in the love thing. You ever decide these words, I'm going to guard myself from now on. I'm going to guard myself. I don't want to get hurt anymore. I'm going to build walls. Here's the funny thing. It even keeps God out often. Why don't you allow the Holy Spirit to give you the wisdom in how to be with people rather than you taking it upon yourself to build walls and sadly in that process keeping God out. Your unreasonable expectations have let you down. See, here's the funny thing about God's agape love. It's unconditional. It's unchanging. God doesn't change His love because the one He's loving forgot to reciprocate. Do you know that there are so many God knows will never give that love back to Him and yet He has chosen to love them anyway. Are you listening to this? There are many that God knows will never love Him back. And yet He loves them just as much as He loves you. God's love is not only to those who will love Him back. He's going to love a bunch of people that no matter what they do, whether they love Him or don't love Him, I'm still going to love you. Listen to me. When you surrender to the love of God, His love flows through you. When you're trying to do the loving, It takes a while to understand that the reason why promiscuity is so rampant is not because only because people like sin. It's because they're looking for love in all the wrong places. They're looking for that union, that oneness that can only come from Christ. You know, sometimes I wish Romans 8.28 was not in the Bible. Some of y'all are going to get mad at me. All things work together for the good of those who love God. Because oftentimes what happens is when God turns your mess around, people end up building theology saying that God created the mess in the first place. That's why I don't like that verse. Because most of the pathetic theology around the church today is because God turned someone's mess into good and they say, see, God turned it into good so the mess must have been God's to begin with. No, that's not what that verse means. That verse means, he says, even your mess, I will turn it into good. Amen. Even your screw-ups, I will turn up into blessings. Even your failures, I will turn into favor. Pastor, are you still on the prosperity series? I am. I truly believe that the key to first the first key to prosperity is understanding that you're beloved of God. That you're the beloved of God. Because to truly be wise when the blessing comes will require you to be grounded in the love of God. The prosperity of health is wholeness. The prosperity of your wealth is abundance. But it begins with you first getting a revelation that I'm God's beloved. There's a lot of wounded people sitting in this room today. A lot of hurt people here today. Hurt people? Hurt people. You've been going around crazy, hurting. 
nobody wants to be around you sometimes because you're hurting. I really believe the love of God wants to heal your heart today. Listen, I only have five minutes, so I, I don't have time to beg and plead and get your mind to. Just this past week, I've heard some phenomenal stories of forgiveness and love. But God wants to make you whole, every one of you. And you're wounded, you're grieving, you've walled yourself up. I won't do that again. I'm never going to open myself up. I'll never be a fool again like that. The foolishness was in not you loving. The foolishness is, was in you not listening to the Holy Spirit. I believe God wants to heal hearts in this room today. I believe God wants to cover you with His blanket of love and say, You're my beloved. Would you stop wearing those raggedy clothes around? That's not how I see you. I see you pure, white, whole, healed, blessed. Let me manifest in you how I see you. I know you've been hurt. I know people have let you down. I know people have broken your heart. I know it's been rough. I know church has been rough on you. Some of you are so grieved from the way church has treated you. I get it. I get it. But until you're whole, until you're whole, you're going to walk around creating a carnage of wounds and pain. So today I'm going to ask you, would you allow, those of you watching online and those of you here, would you allow the Holy Spirit to heal your heart with this <sighs> amazing love? It may be a relationship, it may be a church. It's probably you haven't forgiven yourself. You're just so mad at yourself for being so stupid. We've all been there. But today God wants to take you to that new dimension, that next level. And He's got to close a chapter, heal it, and move on from there. If you feel like you've been stuck, it's probably because you've got some letting go to do. Would you allow the Holy Spirit to heal you today? You know who you are. You know who I'm speaking to. Don't wait for me to beg and plead and cry and scream and shout and do the altar call. I don't want to play those games in brazen grace. You've got to yield. When the Spirit is moving, yield. Move. Stand when the Lord says stand. Immediately. Don't wait. What if people think I'm, I'm a broken? No, it does not matter what people think about you. It does not matter. It does not matter. Today you've got to allow the Holy Spirit to heal your heart. So if this is for you and you need that touch from God, stand now. standing come forward as if you're watching online just put your hand on your heart and we'll pray for you too come close anybody else come on come close all the way to the front because I'm your beloved your creation and you love me as I am. You have called me chosen for your kingdom. Unashamed to call me your own. Because I'm your beloved, your creation. And you love me as I am. You've called me chosen for your king. 
unashamed to call me your own I'm your beloved in this moment would you allow the Holy Spirit to touch your heart if there is forgiveness that needs to happen would you do it right now do it right now. It's not worth it. Unforgiveness is the most self-inflicting wound. You forgive to the place that you actually justify that person. Because that's how God forgave you. You know what justification means? Not only just as if I never sinned, but just as if I will never sin. God chooses to see you as if you don't sin. And I want you to see that person. I don't care how violent of a, 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 a predator they are. Allow the Holy Spirit to just baptize you in the love of God. What a beautiful presence. Right where you are, I want you to say the name if you need to do this and get it over with. Some of you are just mad at God. That's right. Receive His love. You don't have the capacity to forgive. You don't have it. Only He can forgive through you. Just like Jesus looked down and said, Father, forgive them. While you were putting the nails in His hands, while you were stabbing him. That's exactly how it happened. It was your sin that held him there. You are the one that put him up there. It wasn't the Romans, it wasn't the Jews. And yet he looks you in the eye and he says, Father, forgive them for they don't know what they're doing. I pray for the root of bitterness on the inside of you to be plucked out in Jesus' name. I command that root of unforgiveness and bitterness. No longer do you have to live behind a mask, pretending to be something you're not, faking loving people. You are now being baptized in His love. Release that person now. Do it now. Release that person. If you got to say their name, whisper the name and release them now. Release them now. I can't even pray for you if you can't go past that. I'm being serious. Anything I say or do is a waste if you can't let go. Release. No matter what they did. Release. 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 It's over. Amen. Put your hand over your heart. Say this. I am no victim. I love what Priscilla put up last week. A victim can't help a victim. Only a victor can help a victim. Phew. Say it again. I am no victim. I'm not part of a group of victims. I'm a victor. I'm not looking for other victims to be friends with. The Bible says he picked me up out of the miry clay. 
He's the one who rescues us from our misery, from our pit. Oh, don't wallow in that self-pity another day. Another day. Uh-uh. Don't wallow in that pain and self-pity. They did you wrong. They stole from you. They took from you. They, they, they did everything they could. They stole your innocence. It doesn't matter. You forgive today. Amen? Amen. Lift both those hands. Say, I believe. I receive. I, receive. I, forgive. I forgive. I forgive. I forgive. Now allow the Holy Spirit to fill you right now, right where you're standing. Allow the Holy Spirit to fill you right where you are standing. Allow the Holy Spirit to fill you right where you're standing. Say, Lord, baptize me in your love. Do it now, Lord. Do it now, Lord. Y'all better pray for our own church building, man. Miss Karen Ravi, would you please come? I want you to hold your, both your hands forward like this. And we want to put our hands in your hands, right where you are. Come, come close here. Yeah. Come. And we want to release the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Brian Mann, would you help me at the back? Shh. Right here. Right, right here. Right, right here, right here, right here. Yeah, just go praying for those people, would you? <sighs> Say it again. Baptize me. In your love. Yeah? yeah? Just hold those hands out as the Holy Spirit fills, fills, fills. Fills. Baptize in your love. Baptize in your love. Baptize in your love. Yeah? Baptize, 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 baptize in your love, baptize in your love, baptize in your love, baptize God, baptize in your love, baptize in your love. Baptize in your love. Baptize in your love. Baptize in your love. Baptize. Baptize. Oh, the love of God. Sing it, Michael. Unforgiveness has to go. Baptize in your love. Wow, there it is. Baptize in your love. Baptize in your love. Baptize in your love. Baptize in your love. It's over. It's a new day, okay? It's a new day, okay? It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. Baptize in your love. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. It's over. Now you don't have to fight anymore. You don't have to fight this anymore. You don't have to fight this anymore. It's over. 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 Okay? It's over. 
It's over. It's over. It's over. It's a new day. It's a new day. You hear me? It's a new day. 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 It's over. 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 It's a new day. It's a new day. It's a new day. Oh, the love of God. Oh, the love of God. I release this glory upon you watching right now. This anointing that's in this room, I release it over you. May this amazing love baptize you today. Baptize you today. Let every mask be pulled off. Every spirit of deception and lies be ripped off of you right now. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, you are made whole. Right now, in Jesus' name. 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 Whole. You are whole. You are whole. New day. New day. New day. New day. New day. New day. Let go. Let go. New day. New day. I release. In Jesus' name, it's a new day, new beginnings. I'm your beloved. Hallelujah. Lord, it was you. New work, God. New work, God. New work, God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. New day, amen? New day, amen? New day, new day, new day. New beginnings, new start. Let go. You're not walking out of this room with that unforgiveness, with that pain. You're not walking out of this place the same way you walked in. Over, over. Even oceans and their waves bow at your feet. Lift those hands up to God in thanksgiving. Let's all stand up. Lord, who am I compared to your glory? Oh, Lord. And for all those masks at the back that didn't want to come forward, Lord, bless them too. Lord, who am I compared to your majesty? Hey, cause I'm your beloved. Sing it. Come on. Your create and you love you and you love me as I am. As I you call me chosen. Hey. Unashamed, call me your, I'm your beloved, your creation, and you love me as I am. 
I want you to see yourself leaving that bitterness of the cross. See, God wants to make you whole. Forgiveness is just the beginning. Some of y'all got stuck there and you think forgiveness is it. No, 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 no. He's got to make you whole. Once forgiveness happens, He's got to give you a new identity. If you don't receive that new identity, you're never going to manifest the destiny God has for you. You'll still live in a little closet. Except this time there's nobody touching you or offending you. You'll still live in that little box. You've got to let God speak life into you. Speak truth into you. You've got to allow God to speak truth because you see, there's a destiny over your life that needs to be fulfilled. There's a ministry over your life. Ah, I don't know how to say this. So I want you to see yourself leaving that bitterness at the cross. It has no part of your identity anymore. No more pain. When you think of those people, you will not hurt ever again. It will no longer be a sting of pain. God doesn't wipe out memories. He just takes the sting of pain from it. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Quickly hold hands with someone next to you, wherever you are, at the back, at the front. Let Jesus be your true Valentine. You are forgiven. Therefore, you forgive. I break off the root of bitterness from the inside of you. In the name of Jesus, every spirit of anger and rage that comes from bitterness, every spirit of anger and rage, you foul devil of hell, I break your power off of God's people from this moment forward. Never again are you a captive. Never again are you a victim. You are a victor. You are more than a conqueror. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Your heart is healed. It's sold out to Jesus. Oh, I command right now from this day forward. Let there be a reversal of everything the enemy did to you. Seven times may you receive back what the enemy stole from you. In Jesus' name. With the power of love, God is putting inside of you a strength to say no to sin. No longer are you going to play victim and mess around because you're just a victim. No, you're not a victim anymore. You're a victor. In Jesus' name, you are healed. You are whole. You are blessed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, do you receive that today? Take a deep breath. Feels good. Squeeze that hand you're holding one more time. Say it, you're free. Don't go back to that cage. Don't go back to self-pity. Don't even talk about it. Unless it's a testimony. No pain. No more pain. The sting of pain is removed every memory is healed I receive it right now in Jesus name oh, give him praise like you believe it right now come on hallelujah yeah Jesus Allah.
unashamed. Would you lift your hands for the blessing in Jesus' name? You are His beloved. Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. The words of an offender have no power on you because you are His beloved. The words of the enemy have no power over you because you are His beloved. In Jesus' name, I release you from the cage of offense. You are unoffendable. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, I prophesy that you are a forgiving machine. That employee that gets on your nerves, that co-worker that can't stop annoying you, has no power over you in Jesus' name. I speak life in the name of Jesus. I speak life in the name of Jesus. You love your in-laws. <laughs> Hallelujah. In Jesus' name, you are full of love. You are full of love. When you open your mouth... <laughs> When you open your mouth, you only bless and do not curse. Cursing does not come out of your mouth in Jesus' name. You are full of energy. You are full of life. You are full of the power. I bless you. You are in this Valentine season being baptized in love. Praise and grace, you are a church full of love. You are a church full of love. Every Sunday you come here baptized in love. You bring the love. You show the love. You express the love. You keep getting loved. Hallelujah. Now enter him that is able to keep you from falling. And present you faultless before the only wise God. With great joy to him be blessing, glory, honor, dominion and power forever. Say it with me. Let your king shout it. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. In Jesus name. Give him praise. Give him praise. Give him praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. One more time, I'll remind all of you, bring somebody to church with you. That's what love does. Love gives away. Love brings people to church. Bring somebody to church with you next week. Amen. I love you guys so much. Y'all love me too? I love you so much. You guys are so amazing. Thank you for being my family. Hope you have a great, great Valentine's. Those of you that are single, you are so loved, you have no idea. Trust me. We just bring God's blessing and favor on every single one of you. May you be full of love. Not a moment of loneliness. The enemy will not whisper lies to you. You hear me? You don't need to go looking for love. Love will come looking for you. In the name of Jesus. We love you guys so much. First timers, would you come see me at the back there if you're visiting for the very first time. If you need prayer, if you need any more prayer, our leaders will be up here in the front. They would love to hold your hand and pray with you. Prayer leaders, would you stay up in the front? God bless you guys. We love you. Those of you that want to come give a hug to the Crosspoint family, come and give a Crosspoint guys a big God bless you. We love you. Worship team, you guys are amazing. Sing it! If you would like to receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you can repeat this simple prayer with me right now, wherever you are. Dear Lord Jesus, I come to you as I am and receive you as my Lord and Savior. Thank you for dying for me. I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart that Jesus is my Lord. I am yours forever. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us today for this teaching. We would love to hear from you. You can write us at ZCIM, 
P.O. Box 592675, San Antonio, Texas 78259. For more information on ZCIM, please visit us at zcim.org or on Facebook and Twitter at ZCIM Official. God bless you.